The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right. I'm here looking at this tour schedule from Texas. When was it? When was it? We went December 8th all the way to December 12th with Sonny Sandoval, the lead singer from POD, and Brian Headwelch from Corn. So tonight, I have these guys in studio. I think you guys are probably already showing up on the uh, live streaming feed that we got going on. These are my brothers. These are my friends. And you know what? Hey, when I say that, you guys, I truly, you guys know, man, you guys are seriously my brothers, man. And I, I literally appreciate you guys so much. I've, I've told you that many times. We'll be about to go speak somewhere, and I'm sitting in the, out in the audience with you guys, and I'm just... And I, it's always, honestly, dude, it's always such a, I know we're brothers and friends and we, we've been through it all together, but I always just trip out on the fact that here we are 13 years later, we're sitting side by side somewhere in a church or a rehab or a bar or a skate park or who knows where, a concert, and we're still doing the same thing and letting people know that God loves them, telling our stories and just leading people to the Lord. And just, I know you guys don't care the fact that you guys have this huge platform and you guys are rock stars and the whole thing. Cause you're really not that when you're actually with you guys, you're just normal. But, but there's this, I know you guys don't care, but it's, it's a privilege to be, you know, alongside doing ministry with you guys and the fact that you guys are using your platforms to bring people to know Christ. And that's exactly what happened here on this, on this, uh, uh, a Texas trip. And I never take anything for granted. And it's just always so awesome to be out there. And you know what? The ministry stuff's cool, but the side (laughs) conversations with us hanging out, that's the best. Like, (laughs) you know, at the uh, condos and the cars and goofing around and, talking about life and our, our kids and just all yeah. that stuff, man. So anyway, dude, thanks Lady for being I on the like show. Hang out at people's houses and then me and Ryan split and go to Denny's and leave Sunny. <laughs> like all that. It's so fun. I love that, it. Hey, leave, leave me all alone. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, that was messed up. You know, be, hey, before we get into this tour, let's talk about this highlight. So we, uh, we do an event at, at a rehab and we end up going to, um, a house after they're like, we're going to make swordfish on the water. So we show up and what <laughs> happened, head? There was no, no uh, real swordfish anywhere. No, there was no uh, appetizers and we were starving. No, there was but no listen, fish and it was amazing. I had yeah, those, listen, those guys are amazing. Um, I don't eat <laughs> fish and Ryan has gluten uh, issues. So we, our plan was to go back or go get some food and come back and hang out. But then Denny's, it took forever. Well, we didn't realize that it was like midnight or something like that. But we were, I thought we were going to a restaurant. So we pulled up to this dude's house and it was beautiful, you know, Amazing. cool little spot. But, but, you know, it's always uncomfortable to go to somebody's house and like hang out and you just kind of feel like, you know, not in the element, but you guys ditched me. And so I, sat there and I ate all their swordfish so I guess Dude, I got something out of it. <laughs> shout out to the guys for having us though. It was Yeah, awesome. yeah. Oh no, it was great. It was great. So, oh, another thing, my friend Daniel who brought us out to Texas, he was, uh, his daughter was playing the darts 
And I was playing them, and I said, I go, 100 bucks if you make it in the middle. Yeah. She had three The second dart made it. I had to bend over 100 bucks. Was no right. way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even believe I couldn't believe that she made it. It was uh, Raven, right? Yeah. I will tell you this, though. When we went to Denny's, that was the only Denny's I've ever been to that has gluten-free pancakes. And they were good. Yeah. <laughs> we pigged out Dude. that night. Pigged out. Oh. Ryan ate like, I mean, he ate like two meals. I watched him. It was crazy. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan could eat whatever he wants and not gain a pound. And yet I, I sniffed his food and I gained weight. Dude. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, what's up? He's like 55 now. How come you, we don't gain weight? You too, dude. He's talking about. I saw all the sugar you ate. I, I, I got Yeah, you look at you. I, I got a worm. Yeah. You know, the joke is I got a worm in my stomach. It just eats everything. So who knows? <laughs> But listen, when I get home, Sonny, when I get home, I eat like two meals a day. I'll have like a little bit of granola in the morning and then have, you know, I I, I, uh, I get on target, you know. And yeah, yeah. I'm old. Yeah. I, gotta, I can't do that every day. Not anymore. Yeah, we're having fun. We're always having fun with together. All right. So, hey, check this out. The tour starts. And you guys show up and you're with Crazy Tom Gillis. Everyone knows him. He's been on the radio show a few times. Pro snowboarder, psychopath. And gospel gangster, yeah. you guys, all, you guys all showed up. How I was back home with my wife for our anniversary, but what, what was that first day? What did it even look like? Um, I came in later, and then I met these guys uh, at a taco shop, and I was very sketchy about eating at a taco shop in Houston, Texas. But actually, it was it was off the chart. Um, but dude, like you said before, I, I have to like. You know, ditto everything you said, man. I just, I love hanging around you guys no matter what's going on in my regular life or, you know, even where I'm at with the Lord. You know, I go through seasons, but I know that when we get together, it's always, an, you know, encouragement. I, I think I said that even when we spoke, you know, selfishly, I just, I just like, I love hanging out with you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I just, I know that you guys love Jesus. I know that God is with us and I just, I soak it all in, you know, for when it's time to be in the real world. You know what I mean? And just go through all the battles. But when, when there's something about when we get together, it's just, uh, it's, it's very simple. Um, and it's just like when Jesus says, go, I don't think we ever have a plan. We just trust God, no matter where we're at in our lives, that he's going to do something. He's going to show up. And every time when he does, it's just more confirmation. And it's just, uh, it's just more exciting to know that he shows up no matter, you know, what, what's going on in our life. Yeah, so I love hanging out with you guys. You know that. Yeah, I did. I second that. Um, Ryan, I just, I appreciate you saying all that before. Um, yeah, we're all just brothers. And I mean, I look at your platform. You got a big platform too. It's just like, we're all doing it together. But thanks for saying all that. But that first day was awesome. I got in. I like to, I like to just totally shift my schedule when we do stuff like that, because we have to do mornings. So I stayed up the whole night before I flew in, and I arrived at 8 a.m. I had like 5 a.m. flight. I arrived at 8 a.m., and Daniel picks me up. I go to his house. I sleep for three hours and then go to that taco shop. And so I got on the schedule so I can go to bed at midnight and wake up at 8 and go to our first – what was that, Sonny? Was it like a, a rehab? Uh, it was a few rehabs all coming together in one church, right? Yeah, yeah. We were at – Grace Church, I believe, but it was um, it was men and women's um, not rehabs, but but homes like recovering homes, and then uh, also halfway houses for for men and women that are 
you know, just fresh out of a prison that are kind of, you know, making their transition into real life. And so, dude, it was, it was the way a church should be. It was filled with nothing but broken people. So when we showed up, we had no expectation. We were just, what's going on? The worship was on point. I heard one of my, my new favorite jams and, Which one? and we just got a champion It's called champion by uh, Cody. No, that's a different cat. Dante something. It's, it's awesome. But anyway, he's on. We did, yeah, we just shared our um, our stories, man. And then, dude, it's, again, like people just come up and they're just they're going through real life problems, man. I mean, they're they're in it. You know, it's not you hear of all these little things and people we know that we, we deal with all the time that it's like, you know, they whatever. It's just so, so small. And then you get with somebody who's like, dude, I'm fresh out of prison, you know, uh, an addict and my kids are facing charges and. My kids are homeless and my kids are strung out. And it's like, these are real problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we're, when we're there, it's just like, it's that same thing. Like, oh, what do I, what do I say? Except, yeah, you know, whatever God gives you to say, I do. we love you, you know, and, and God's got a plan. He's going to, he's going to work it out. So there's some powerful me. stories, man. That, oh, yeah. That, that, that day, um, just a lot of people were just like, man, because I remember I was talking about, I'm, I'm right now I'm fascinated with the, like the death going into baptism and raising back up to life and walking. Like, you know how that scripture says that God calls things that are not as if they are in the book of Romans. We're all like, right now we're, we're resurrected people right now. You know what I mean? Not like, you know, obviously we have to die, but our lives, like Ryan, you used to be a drug addict. You're a resurrected version of yourself with Christ walking your life. I'm a resurrected version. And so I was talking about that and, I was like pleading with these people, like this is real. You are like you you are living a new life with Christ, a resurrected version of yourself. I go, please do not face this as you're going through these programs. Don't come here and do this like you know happy clappy whatever just because you want to like uh, please your program or whatever. This is a real connection with Jesus in your life. And uh, I remember this girl came up to me and she was like. I just, I got to confess to you that I was the one that's faking it. And she's, you know, she's just broken. She's like, I'm not going to fake it. I'm, I'm the one that you were talking to. And I was like, whoa. So that was you, cool you, that. Dude, head, head brought it that day. Dude. Cause you, you, like you said, you, you were out. And then, so we were sitting there. We're like, okay, who's going to go first? And who's going to, you know, like we always do, who's going to, yeah. and normally we all, you know, Ryan always closed it. Cause he, you know, you've been doing this for, for, you know, you got it down, but you know how to bring it all together and tie it all in. And so, I think even Tom was like, hey, dude, so who's going to Ryan this thing at the end? And then we, I started laughing, and I was like, dude, Head's got it, dude. And then when Head got so Tom went up, then I went up, and then when Head got up there, dude, I was like, who is this preacher, man, dude? Yes, yes, machine dude, he, gun preacher. He brought, yes, machine gun style. He, dude, dude, he brought the fire, dude, and it was sick, dude. Sometimes you got to freaking bring the TD Jake, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've never even seen him. Yeah, yeah. I heard uh I heard you were we were calling him Pastor Pastor uh Pastor Head by the end of yeah, the night. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, and man. then he went to theologian. <laughs> Dude, but I just I watch you guys and like Sonny you can hear people sniffling all over the room when Sonny's talking. It's like he brings that love, the deep love. And then Ryan, you get in there and you just how you close it and people respond and how you break down the gospel and the Holy Spirit. It just kind of fits 
You know, it's it's God put something on our heart, and we each go share what that thing is, and it's powerful. And it's it's I'll tell you what, it's a lot more powerful than back in the day. I feel like it's always been powerful, but I feel like it's more of a mature. You know, we're ten years older, we're over ten years older, and we're more mature, and we're doing it, and it's just going to increase. I think, you know, dude, you're hey, you're a hundred percent right. I was actually just talking to to Tommy Green from Sleeping Giant. He was he was over here. And I was telling him about how when we go out, we, we, or this, the way we've been actually setting it up. And it's cool because they want to hear, I go, Sonny has like the father's heart. Like he goes out, he breaks it down, how he was jaded by religion and how a lot of the church people were against them at the beginning because they're all covered in tattoos and they were in the mainstream and all this stuff. But then how, you know, and, you know, he basically tells the story. So he kind of breaks the ground, opens people's hearts to everything. And then Head comes in and, he starts talking about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and your story, your rad- radical story of how you found yeah. God, you know, through this success and this this crazy story, and then going through your process of losing everything. So people hear that, and then I don't need to go up and say the same sex, drugs, and rock and roll story again because yeah. pretty much it's the same thing with head, but not as much success, right? So I just close <laughs> it with the Holy Spirit and just hone it in on the repentance yeah. and the gospel. To just hone it yep. in. So it's it's this whole like transition of this whole story that hits everybody in whole in every aspect of their life. I think it's just I think it's just yeah. amazing, you know? Yeah. It but, never gets old, dude. No, no. So <laughs> but you know what's cool is, you know, I was I was uh thinking about today how like Jesus, he and I was thinking about you guys and Jesus. And you guys are out doing your thing with your music, uh you know, uh, music career, and you guys are out in these uh, concert venues, you know, with a lot of the misfits, we'll just say. According to, like, church people, it's the misfits, right? <laughs> the subcultures, the skaters, the snowboarders, the metalheads, you know, the hip-hop dudes, you know, the all the different subcultures. But when you think about the, the Bible and how, as Sonny would say, American Christianity, you know, this morning it really hit me hard because I was thinking about how many things we do that are just old, old traditions, old tradi- traditions. Jesus would tell these Pharisees, you know, they were, they were mad at the disciples. They didn't wash their hands and they weren't doing these, you know, old traditions. And Jesus yeah. was not an institutionalist. And he used like these outcasts or these rebels. Like he used the, the, um, the, the what are the guys that take care of the sheeps? The, um, uh, shepherd? the shepherds. The shepherds. He uses these shepherds. They were like the lowest of the totem pole. They were doing the job that no one wanted to do: go out and hang out with dirty sheep all day long. Yeah. You know. But we look at it like, oh, he Jesus showed up to the shepherds, and it was just this magical, beautiful <laughs> thing. No, he showed up to just this outcast, misfit. He yeah. showed up to these people. In the cities, these people that were leopards, they were the outcasts, the, the blind, the deaf, the demon-possessed, the, the demoniac that was living in a grave. He was constantly going from town to town, city to city, and he was going out to all the outcast people. But here in American Christianity, we can become institutionalized and think ministry is all pretty and perfect, and it needs to be done in a church, and you got this amazing worship band and this amazing presentation— but really, what Jesus did, or like Luke would say, 
he was he was it was he had these filthy fishermen and he went yeah. out and he was with the common people and he did reach out to the outcast a lot and that's just it just reminded me of this story of this rehab that you guys were at is you were going to yeah. the people with real problems and i don't know we don't know what life circumstances has has created in their life that have brought them to this moment some are a lot of bad decisions but then some you know, you can lose your job and your wife could leave you and that could yeah, be in a mental is, state. To, yeah, life is hard. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just thinking yeah. about that today. Go ahead, Sonny. No, I was saying it's, when you read scripture, it's, you know, Jesus, he, he was out with the, with the broken. He was out with the, you know, the no, notorious sinners. And, you know, if any time that he, you know, he was out doing his thing and whenever he went to the church or the temple, Usually it was to put them in check, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, and because a lot of times, it's, you know, I think we get comfortable as Christians and our social club and our, our church and, um, which is fine too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people need, we need a safe place, man. Like yeah. we need a safe place, but you know, and I realize that maybe not everybody, you know, that's just what, what it is, but there's, you know, for following the example of Jesus, he, he was with, with, with sick. He was with the broken that, that needed him, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, he, he went and he, and he, he charged it, you know, obviously in three years, he just, he went and charged it. He had, he was on a mission and, and he did it, you know, and I think for, he, for, for us, um, we just try to go out and love people, you know, as long as I've been a Christian, I just always feel like, you know, we always say this, I'm no spiritual giant. We're not like holier than anyone else. We're just men. But like when you have the, these seeds of love, you just want to throw them out into the world and then watch God do what he does, you know, but. When we're together, it seems like we're more, you know, we're more on a mission. Like, dude, we got one week, two weeks. We're going to charge this mm-hmm. and watch God do, like, something crazy. And it always, always happens. And we did that on this time. We went to that concert venue slash saloon. Mm-hmm. We were at a bar on Saturday morning, and people showed up. And people got saved right in the middle of these places. And, you know, and churches, won't, they, they're afraid to go to these places. But it, it was it was different this time. You know, it felt like. We were doing what we're, we're supposed to do, you know, not, not perfect again, just forgiven. I want to add, I want to add two things. I'm and then I'm going to let you guys continue um, with that thought. The church is important. We did church events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you look at yeah. Jesus is the model. And this is kind of want to get when I want to get through to the show. Cause we're Jesus people. We do everything unorthodox. The Jesus ministry is messy. But when you look at Jesus, he did surf surface in the temples. He yeah. did teach the word, the temple or the church is important. Worship is important. Yeah. That is a safe zone. That is a hospital where we go Holy. to get fed. But also it's the great commission and it's the balance. And that's what we're trying to say, that it's all important and you have to have the balance. And Jesus, like you were saying, Sonny, Jesus would send the disciples out in twos on a mission. Then he would bring it back and say, report mm-hmm. to me. What's good? What happened out there? And this is what we're doing now. We're back, and now we're reporting, and we're testifying, like, what happened? He gives us the power of the Holy Spirit on these trips. We have it in us, but it's almost like when we go on these trips, it's like when Jesus says, I give you all authority to go out, cast out demons, heal the sick, and preach the gospel. Now go. They go, and it happens, and they come back, and they report. But, yeah, the church is important, but it's also important to live this great commission. Um Talk, let's talk about that bar, that bar, uh, what was it? The saloon? <laughs> we we went to a real Wild, bar. Wildcatter saloon. What happened, Head? Was it? 
It was called uh, Wildcatter Saloon. Yeah. In Katy, Texas. Well, I love that. What you, I love what you just said about, um, you know, church is important. It's like, it's like our life, our soul is a car, you know, following. We take our car to the gas station. We get filled up once a week or whatever. Yep. And then we take that car and we go out and we go and drive and go meet up with people. And that's what we did at the Wildcat Saloon. We, you know, we've been, we've been getting filled up and now we go out and pour out what we've been, what's been imparted into us. And it was, it was awesome to show up at that bar. I didn't know what to expect. None of us yeah, did. None of us. But yeah. <laughs> we were filled up and ready to go. And we walk in and, you know, I've done events in the past where they're like, oh, we're doing an outreach and this is going to be so edgy. It's going to be like, you know, it's going to, it's not going to be churchy. And I show up and there's like 50 corn fans with corn shirts and, and there's some worship band on that are playing like songs from 94. And I'm like, this is edgy and this is, you know, this ain't going to work. And half of the people are about well, three quarters of the people leave, you know? Yeah. 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 And so yeah. I love the bar thing because we get up there and there's that just gritty freaking, uh, yeah, yeah. like blues type of, uh, musician. What was his name? You guys remember? I don't remember. He was. Oh yeah. I can't remember. Country but he rock, was, kind of country rock. Yeah. yeah, it was. He was playing it though, just a guitar and a big old beard, and just freaking playing some awesome music. Yeah. And and this bar was an outside bar and uh, outdoor bar, and there was just lights everywhere. It was huge, and I'm like, okay, there's gonna be, you know, it's a weeknight. There's going to be, you know, 30, 50 people. How many people showed up? A hundred, two hundred? There was a few hundred. It was packed. Yeah, there was hundreds. Yeah. And, and they just, and like, we didn't have no agenda. You know, we walk up and we just start talking and telling our stories. And everyone was so respectful. They were ordering drinks. No one was mocking. No one was, yeah. like, interrupting. You know, it was, it was really, like, different than I thought it was going to be. It's like, it's like what you said, you know, 50 fans coming with corn shirts, like you feel like you're trapping them. You know what I mean? Like, and then still, it doesn't, they still don't go, they'll, they'll come and like, Oh, I want to go see head. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh yeah, is this a church? And then they walk in, there's no, there's not an ease or they feel like, Oh dude, I've been here before. Don't want to be here. Some will walk away. Some will brave the waters. And then they're still like, well, you know, like I don't, this really isn't my thing. So, by going to that spot, you know, we said it before. It's like, dude, that, this stuff doesn't shock me. You know what I mean? It might shock a lot of these churches or Christians, but for these guys at the bar, like, I remember telling them, dude, I don't care. Do what you're going to, like, we're just here to meet you where you're at and tell you that yeah. Jesus and God loves you. He changed your life. Dude, you're going to learn that as you go. But we come here just because, again, not perfect, but right here saying, dude, it's about salvation. It's about, we believe so much that Jesus can change your life. So we're not going there to tell people what to do. It's like, bro, we're just trying to give, let you know that God loves you. And if you, if you allow him to come into your heart right now, dude, it's, things are going to happen. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not this magical thing, but dude, you, you, we love you right where you're at. To me, there's no, it's not this condemnation thing. You know, we know that Jesus didn't come to this world to condemn, uh, but to save it. And so we're, same thing. I think people, they, they can respect that. And when, when you gave the altar call, there was, you know, I found out later there was a band that went there just to see, to, there was a band there. That whole band was standing there 
giving their life to the Lord. You know, there was people all over uh-huh. them. Like it was, the turnout was amazing. I know. When you look at the pictures now and you see all the people that came front to give their life to Jesus, it was like, it was so humbling, dude. It was like, this is crazy. You know, it was just, it was, I think, I think it's, something's going to happen, dude. Dude, hey. I, I want to talk a little bit of the backstory about this because this was seriously crazy. Because when we all showed up, we all went to the like the side room or back room, wherever the food was. And I remember we were all nervous. And we were all, hey, what are we gonna do here? What are we because we're in a bar, like, how's this gonna go down? What, who's gonna speak? What are we gonna say? Cause I, I know, I know I was a little nervous. I know Head was a little bit nervous because we were trying to figure out because it was a new environment. I mean, this is a bar, which Daniel he went to the bar owner and goes, hey, we want to have the Hoosers come out and talk. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And then he's like, he's like, but they're going to talk about Jesus. And he's like, oh, I don't care. And then he goes, wait a minute. And Daniel's like, what? And he goes, he's all, but we're, we, we serve alcohol. And Daniel goes, we don't care. We don't care. And he's like, all right, no problem. Go ahead. They can talk about Jesus. So that's the whole, yeah, yeah. this is the whole backstory. And then we get there and we're like, oh, shoot. This is like a little legit bar setting like there's a bunch of like bar people. This is not a church yeah. event at all. Yeah. So then we, that's when we went up, everyone told their stories. And what's crazy is um, I, I read that story. I, I started off at the talking about Mark when he says that Jesus hung, uh, hung, hung out with uh, the sinners uh, and there was many sinners amongst Jesus's followers. That, that story of uh, Levi inviting them to this house. So mm-hmm. I, I started with that to let them know, guess what? If Jesus was here in the okay. flesh, he hung out. There was many notorious sinners around him. And then I talked about the, I, then I even broke down what repenting was. And I remember Zach, uh, you know, Zach, he's like, dude, that's crazy. You were just talking about repenting in the gospel in a bar. Like, I'm like, our message doesn't change. It's how you deliver yeah. it. Like you're sinners. Yeah. We're sinners. God loves you. He wants to transform you. Look at Head's story. Look at Sonny's story. Look at my story. We're walking testimonies. We were there. We are changed. But we're all, the, like, God loves us all. And that's yeah. and that's why we saw hundreds of people come forward yeah. and give their life to Christ. Like, it's and that's the thing that we have to, like, as us, as the church, the people of God, is that it's about grace and truth. The truth is the raw mm-hmm. gospel. Repentance, forgiveness, mm-hmm. get filled with the Spirit. But also there has to be grace. Like, hey, man, like we don't know what people are going through, but we got to work with it. It's this messy ministry. That's why with you, Head, you know, Truman with Corn, you're outside in the the center after the event. I've been with you and you call people to come here and you give them the gospel and you lead them to the Lord. And Sonny, you're praying with people, talking to people for hours in front of your your guys' RV or bus or whatever. It's you don't know where people are at, and when you hear people's stories, yeah. people are going through crazy going stuff. Through it's just honesty and vulnerability yes. and being real. You know, it's funny because you say you guys were nervous. I remember Daniel same thing. I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not nervous at all. I get more nervous when we go speak at churches. Like to me, this is my, this is my atmosphere. Like I'm, I'm used to playing, you know, shows and stuff. And and and, and I know, you know, with POD, like I, it's not as, it's not as straightforward as you know we are. We're like this is, we, we, we go for it. Yeah. But for me being in front of like the world, whether it's Ozfest or whatever, it's like, yeah. I've never been ashamed to say, Hey, God loves you. Or, you know, like I'm a believer. Like I've never, for me, this is easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it just, it's more natural for me. Whenever I get to the church, I feel like I've always, that's yeah. my story. Where I always feel like, Oh dude, there, I gotta, I gotta, 
convince them that I love the Lord, you know, and that yeah. it's real. But when I'm, when we're at Ozfest or whatever, yeah. it's easy just to be who you are. That's yeah. why I love playing music and jumping around and dancing because I feel like I'm doing it unto the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is, it's just I, easier for me to say, hey, God loves you, man. Dude, it's like, it's like a wounded dog, you know, when he comes around the person that hits him. <laughs> You know, All right. you lift his hand, the dog like that, you go to church like that. It's sad you got so you got so many wounds from your own people. Yeah. And and I do too, but you've had it like for I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, that's the Lord's grace and his mercy on you flows through you to give those people grace and mercy. So Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, um, yeah, it's uh, it was funny because we're gonna go to the break in about one minute, but we went to this other bar. I see when I think about bars, I just think about people getting drunk and getting crazy and like ah Jesus ah you don't talk about Jesus or politics like Sonny said. He's all I know the one thing at another bar we went to on that tour. Sonny opens up and says, "I know you're not supposed to talk about Jesus or politics." So, and uh, we broke, you know, we, we broke that one talking about Jesus uh, in this bar, yeah, which is yeah. also a great response. And then you bro- we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna come back. We're going to come back. I know. I, I walked up. I said, let's go, Brandon. That's how I opened up. So I said, we broke, we broke both uh, rules in this bar. But we'll come back. Yeah. We're going to be back in uh, 20 seconds. Um, guys, go to thewhosoevers.com. Book us. We're touring, and uh, we want to come to your city we want to come to your state, and we want to uh, go to your concert venues, bars, rehabs, <laughs> churches, schools, anywhere there's people that that are open to hear gospel or not open. We'll talk to you guys in two minutes after the break. More of The Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. the ryan reese show oh shoot i got a coffee delivered up in here old kill the noise peep game peep game so yeah man i got a little coffee service here no hey we were just talking about um getting at that second bar we went to another bar in texas and this was actually this was on like a is this was this saturday afternoon in a bar you were just talking about that's right head that's why you asked that question during the break because you Head had to leave, so Head wasn't there that day. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember? That's right. Yeah. So we we walked sick. in this bar, and it was a it was like a Saturday afternoon. And these stories, you know, they're all kind of mixed and matched as far as the way the tour went. But it was like a Saturday afternoon. We walk in, and it's packed. All kinds of corn fans. You got POD fans. It's yeah. like a legit bar again. Atmosphere on a Saturday afternoon, packed. Something happened with the music. It didn't show up. The guy, something happened with the guy. Yeah. So then Daniel's all nervous. What are we going to do? I'm like, dude, let's just get <laughs> up and let's just start t- telling our stories. So uh, Sonny gets up and says, I know there's two things we don't talk about. Jesus and politics and bars. But Jesus, or Sonny broke that rule and told him all about Jesus. And then I go up, like I said, right before the break. And I said, well, let's break both rules. Let's go, Brandon. And, uh. Then I continue to tell my story, and we uh, we heard actually, dude, a lot of people got saved in that bar as well. On a Saturday afternoon, twelve o'clock, people getting saved doing altar calls in bars, just amazing. Yeah. But who was, was that girl crazy. you were talking to in front, Sonny? There was a lady 
that you and Tom and I were, were talking to is more you two kind of pouring into her. Well, the girl that we outside the bar before yeah. we went in, that lady, yeah, she she was going through some crazy stuff. We all we all prayed for her. I thought you were talking about the the corn fan. She was she was going through some crazy stuff. So we got a chance, you know, just again, the like corn you, fan. What was she saying? Said, oh, she was. Um, I guess her husband was was killed some years back, and then huge corn fan. She had freak on a leash tatted across her like you know neck and chest chest and and. Um, her husband had died uh, some years back, and then I, I think she met you. Had I sent you the video? I took a video yeah. of her saying thank you, and she was super nervous. But basically, she was just saying, um, you know, I think she told you her story years ago at a show, and you just you, whatever you said. This is how God works. You said you didn't even remember, but you speak life into into these people, and whatever you said to her just is kept her on that path. And the only thing is, she was still a little bitter just because you know they hadn't caught the killers and all this stuff so as she's saying all this stuff then i went on to just say you know she was talking about justice and justice and i when she prays and i said if i can just encourage you i go when when you pray mom don't stop praying i said but if i can encourage you as a brother just change justice to mercy because you're you're never going to get rest because all you're talking about is this guy you know because it's gonna, it's it's still eating you alive. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. she said she's a believer, also, but it's still eating her alive. She's got a, a, a young child, and if that's your focus, is just catching the killer. It's like you're always, you're never gonna be at rest. And so she she was, she was crying, and her friend had some other stories. So it was just again, bro, broken people that we were just able to just to, to love on them. Man, if she could find the strength to be like, yeah. Lord, let him get captured. So right. So to bring justice so I can forgive him and then your mercy could flow in his life. You know what I mean? Then we you all want to be those, Hey, we all want to be those people. I want to be that person. You know what I mean? Always. Well, that that's what's crazy is like the whole message of, of Jesus, the cross is forgiveness. It's that's the root of like the problems. You know, if we don't, if we can't forgive, that could be family members. That could be business deals. That can be just, murders, whatever it is, and all that stuff can just eat us up from inside and literally dominate yeah. and destroy our whole life is that whole forgiveness. It's all about grace, grace and mercy, but it's so hard to forgive people sometimes, you know? And I want to, like, I don't want to um, speak lightly about, like, what she went through. Yeah. And, Sonny, after, like, I text you, I totally remember her now. Mm. And uh, shout out to her if she's watching, but, um, yeah. I mean, that is heavy, and that takes strength to forgive something like that so something like that yeah hopefully she just you know keeps asking god for that strength because in our natural uh you know human makeup we can't forgive like that yeah. you know yeah. only jesus through us can yep it's yeah. true it has to be a supernatural that's a, that's, work there's no way that's yep. a that's a big one you know what i mean that's huge well, yeah uh, but there was uh many other stories there that 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 day um yeah, it's, it's endless, bro. We, we need more time to talk about all the cool stories. We went to, uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll bring up the, um, we, there's three, we went to churches too, but the, the cool stories are the ones out of the church. So we're going to focus on these. Uh, what yeah. about the um, uh, the juvenile detention center, Had What'd you think about that? So, see, those are heavy. Those are the ones where I get the most nervous and tongue tied, and I don't know. It's just, 
I think going to, I've been to a few prisons, you know, in my 17 years with the Lord. And, you know, one of them was really awesome. And I mean, I, I saw like, uh, like the, some uh, Nazi skinhead dudes with like Hitler tattooed on their eyebrows crying and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've seen it, but I get nervous in those spots and yeah. just seeing with all the masks, we had to wear the mask and the inmates were in them with the masks and, what I was blown away with was when Ryan, you got up and you started sharing about the Holy Spirit and and Ryan, like, had, you've had a lot of practice, but you just looked at these hard-hearted girls and you were like, you guys believe, ever think about if God is real? Do you ever wonder if he's real? And he goes, Ryan, you go, all right, I'm going to pray for you right now and God's going to show you he's real. And if he doesn't, then everything I'm saying is a lie and you can just throw it away. Now I'm like, Dang. I'm like, there goes Ryan with his childlike face. Yeah. But I've, I've got some friends that do that stuff. And, and, you know, I've tried once, you know, a couple of times it didn't turn out too good. But, uh, but dude, he prayed, he prayed and two of the girls said they felt God's peace and, one of them was like, I don't feel nothing. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, he prayed, he prayed again. <laughs> Dude, she was not, she didn't care to say, you know, she's like, I don't feel nothing. And he goes, we're going to pray again. Holy Spirit, do you know, Jesus, you said you fill us with the Holy Spirit. Da, da. And right after that, she just changed. She was like, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was mind blowing for me. So yeah, that was, I, um, I just, I like to put Jesus's name on the line, like with him, like, okay, God, like you gave us this Bible. This is your voice. It's inerrant. It's all true. So what we see, you said you'll do greater things. And you says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you or John seven, you will receive the living water and be a fresh bubbling, bring a fresh bubbling spring from your belly, you know, in John seven thirty seven. So, I just hold him to his word, to his scriptures and said, God, I'm going to step out by faith and your name's on the line. So if you don't do it, yeah. then you're the one that looks dumb and looks fake. Yeah. I, I don't because I'm saying you said it. So you do it because you said we can do it. And then yeah. just an act of faith and stepping out. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, I, there's always that little bit. I'm like, God, you better do it. But I'm like, yeah, but you're, ah, you're, like, you're, you're good. You're, you're good at that, man. And that, I think that's what head is saying. We're all, he, I think even while you were praying, he looks at me and he's just, head was still tripping. Cause we're always impressed. Oh, we're always impressed by your, like how you have that to yeah. be able to do that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm too busy in my mind. Like what if God doesn't show up and he doesn't do anything? <laughs> and then, and then and then this all looks stupid, you know, and Brian's like, I'm going to show you this, gonna, you know, that's just, but that's why we all, we work so good together. You know what I mean? Like you said, we break it down and, and we, you know, we, we, we get in there, but you always have that like, yeah, I'm going to watch God work. And, and that was heavy because we thought there was going to be a bunch of um, girls in there and the girls were worse off than the guys. When you hear their stories, like their, their stories were, were heavy. And so when you saw, when we walked and you felt like they, they were just hard. They were cold. Hard. And there was only three girls uh -huh. in in front of us, and the rest were were set, were sales. 
Yeah. And we couldn't see them. Yeah. And we couldn't even see them, but they were in there. So remember, the lady told us, just talk loud because the girls could hear you. So it was like, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And then when you hear their stories of, you know, their victims and what they do and traffic, it yeah. was, it was sad. But, but, you know, when we all went in there as, as daddies and just saying, man, we love you guys. And this is not what God has for you. This is not, and this is not the, your story. This is definitely not the end of your story. And so, yeah, they all wanted to be prayed over and it was, it was crazy. That's, that's awesome. Cause I, I totally forgot about that, that these, these girls were all there because they were trafficked. Human trafficking. A lot of them were. Um, most of them were your traffic. So that's also a very hard crowd and the amount of abuse. Underage. Underage, yeah, yeah. under 18, right, trafficked. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. that cell or that unit was Heavy. definitely uh, hard, hard, hard hearts. But then God showed up and yeah, they were all so, smiling after as well. Yeah, after they were smiling. But how, how do you tell? Remember, I asked the, the warden lady, I said, you know, when she said these girls are trapping, I was like, okay, well, I know this is a youth detention center. Like, so are you saying the 17 year old girls? Like, she's like, no, the 12 and 13 year olds. So, so when we went in there, like, how do you tell them about love? Yeah. How do you tell them about relationship yeah. with, with, with Jesus? Like, they don't know what, they don't know what that is. Yeah. Everything they know about love and relationship is twisted and perverted and jacked up. Yeah. And so again, when we go in there and saying God loves you, it's like, they don't know what that is. So, Again, it's proof that that God is real when we pr- when we pray that the Holy Spirit, you know, um, uh, falls upon them, and it's like when they change and when actually when they smile to me, that's confirmation enough that yeah, like dude, God, he 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 touched their life because the fact that they smiled at us and even thanked us for coming or they kind of wave, it's like because in the beginning they're they're cold, bro. It, it's it's sad. And you know the other, and then the guy going going into the guide section of the juvenile detention center was awesome. There was what was there a couple dozen there, yeah, yeah. and um, they were all just you know staring at us, listening, and yeah. Matt, everyone's got masks on, and and we did the the thing, and Ryan gets up and gives the gospel message, and almost every hand went up i think it was like every everyone did that's what tom told me i, I never look i'm just like my eyes are down everyone, everyone. yeah yeah crazy man i i start i now i pray with my eyes open ever since uh mexico that demon possessed um got kid i ran into so now i'm always with my oh. eyes open praying watching because you never know what's going to crack off. <laughs> See, I'm a, my head is all, you know, if you notice, my head is always, I'm like, please, Lord, come on, Lord, come on, do something. God, you, you can do this. You, you got to do this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Begging. Come on, Lord. That's where, uh, in the book of Hebrews, I believe it is, he says, um, Pastor Ryan, what what chapter is that where he says, "Come boldly to the throne of grace"? I don't know the chapter. I don't know the chapter, but he says you can come boldly to the throne of grace, where, where Jesus is interceding for us. So yeah, um, I believe I'm going to do that more. Actually, you inspired me, Ryan, because yep. um, it is it's God. Like, look, they're going to think you're fake if you don't come through. I'm doing my part. You do your part. Yeah. You know, and uh, he wants that boldness. And if we're going, please, God, please, you got to show up. I don't think that's it. That that sounds like it's fear. And I do that, too. That sounds like fear and not faith. Right. Yeah. Hey, stop preaching at me, dude. No, I do it. No, no, no. I know. I know exactly what you mean, dude. But I know because I was doing it with you. But I just have that revelation right now that 
He doesn't want fear prayers. He wants faith prayers. And that's what Ryan's doing. That's why he's getting results. Um, because what does it say? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that's not seen. And then he said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm like learning something right now as I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's why I like hanging out with you guys, man. Exactly. We all, we all, we all encourage each other in many other. We all rub off on each other in different ways, and that's what that's what the whole discipleship thing is: is being together like brothers, going out and doing it, and just having conversations. And the other thing about faith, what I was thinking about when you were talking about, it's either we believe that Jesus has given us the power and authority as he did with the disciples in the scriptures when he sent them out on his mission, which we were talking about earlier. Like when you go out on a ministry trip and like when we're going out on a mission, like you say, Sonny, like we're out there on a mission. Well, if we're out on a mission and God aligned it all for us to go, he provided, he got us there. Guess what? He has sent us out. So he's not going to send us out. He's not going to send us out without the power. He's going to give us the power and and get the gifts operating for this time. And he does it every single day. Like when we're around, he does it in normal life. But what I'm saying is like, especially what I've seen is when you're out on mission, he's like, he's sending you and you could count on it happening. But you just got to yeah. step out in my faith. And I think the hardest thing to overcome, and this is just for even like the listening audience, is that. It is scary, and it's it sucks looking like yeah. a fool if it doesn't happen. You're like, oh, man, I feel like a loser. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with me? Or all the insecurities will, will come forward, and the enemy could even mess with your mind too. But you know what? Who cares? I was talking to my friend Jesser. He's, the, he's our Mexican um, rep- uh, ambassador down in Mexico. Uh, he does all the he, – he basically – he's been sending it through all the skate parks and the juvies and the high schools. He hasn't stopped since we left. But I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, Ryan, after tour, you know, I was going around, I was praying for people, people weren't getting healed, things weren't happening, and I said, that's all right, just keep doing it, don't stop, and then it's going to start happening again, and we go through seasons, like I come home, sometimes I lay hands on people and things don't happen, but I just continue, 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 I prayed for a girl the other day in Twin Falls, Idaho, she has this crazy condition where she could barely walk. She has like a wheelchair or like her legs are don't move right in her arm. Her body doesn't work. And I'm like, God, I'm I've seen healings, but I've never seen a miracle. And I'm like, I stepped out and I prayed for her and her sister. Nothing happened. And I'm like, man, this, these poor girls, they probably have all every Christian Jesus name, be healed, get up and walk. And I'm like, I don't want to be another guy that's going to do this. And they're going to be like, Oh, was it healed again? But I was like, God, I want to see a miracle. I want to see you heal these girls because she got divorced and she was going through all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, God, like her life is hell right now. Just heal her and allow her to be perfectly walking again. Like just do that in the physical and like let's let's work out all this stuff later. But I stepped out in faith and guess what? She didn't get healed on the spot. I don't know if it's going to be like where Jesus prayed for the the, the deaf guy to uh, talk or the blind guy to see. And he says, it looks like trees walking. And he laid his hands on him again. And then he was healed. Or if he prayed for the lepros- the guy with leprosy. And it says they were healed on their way. I don't know if she got Wait. healed on her way. But I stepped out by faith. Nothing happened. But I'm going to keep stepping out by faith. Yeah, that's right, dude. You know? No, that's right. Yeah. I, I, th- I think. 
I think Head said it best, you know, even for me, it's it's such a jadedness. And then you said it, Ryan, that's, that's the thing where it's like, I'm so, um, there's been so many fakes and phonies, you know what I mean? That like, yeah. for, for, for their own personal gain and all this stuff, and my, my, my bitterness towards that stuff is, um, you know, what keeps me in this state of like, just whatever. It's not, it's not lacking of faith, but, um, but I know when, when we've gone out and, and we've been able to witness these things, it's just an encourager to me. Like, dude, this is crazy. Like this is, um, but I'm, I'm more always worried about what they're going to think. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm always worried that the same thing, like, oh, they've been hurt by the church. They're so yeah. jaded by religion or, mm-hmm. you know, the things they see on TV about these evangelists that just want your money and they, you know, buy the healing water. Yeah. They're so jaded by it. And so, that's why I'm just like, come on, Lord, you got to do something, man, because this, these, if not, you know, they're, 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 yeah, they're going to, they're going to walk away and nothing. But, but when God does it, it's just, again, more encouragement to me. Like, oh, that was crazy. And then we always talk about it afterwards. That's crazy. Three things. And you know what? Go ahead. There's, I know God is a healer and he heals like a lot of people, but there's also, I've, I've seen him show me that there's also some people that he likes to show the strength of their faith and character while they have, and he doesn't heal them mm. while they have their disability or ailment or whatever. They're like inspiring people and, and, you know, getting up yeah. and talking about who they are as a person, whether God heals them or not. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And that's like a miracle to me to see. I know a lot of people that are like, you know, I've seen I've seen dis- disabled people that are just like, yeah. you know, people with with no legs even. You know, getting up guy, there. The just, Australian guy that that has no legs, Nick yeah. something. Voy, voy, yeah, Nick, uh, yeah, Vukicic or something. Hey, it doesn't have to be the physical though, bro. That is for me. It's more about your soul. Yeah, I would rather have your your soul right. You know, and walk out there not being able to walk and. Then all of a sudden, oh, dude, I feel better. My everything's gone. Like now, I'm gonna go off and continue to do what I'm doing, and then go to hell. Yeah. Like to me, it's it's, a, it's just about you're getting your soul right. So it's not always have to be a physical thing. Yeah. Well, it's, well, God, it's, it's, it's about different. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It's about different callings. That's what it's yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. You know, some sure. people like they need to hear from God themselves. And Ryan, you're called to physical healing in your ministry, and so. You're going to see it a lot more yeah. than us probably because you're called to it. He's gifted you with it. Yeah. I, I like, it's also, you know, the other, the other thing too, that, that is cool when you pray for people, it's like when you read in the book of Acts, um, you know, they're like, Oh, have you been, have you, have you received the Holy spirit? And they're like, no, what, what, what's the Holy spirit? We've been water baptized. And then it says that they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy spirit. And that's the prayer of like, God, like, Fill them with your Holy Spirit, you know? That's yeah, the other yeah. thing. It's because, you know, we, we've talked about this, Sonny, is the reason why I, I want to the, the see God work powerfully is because we live in a generation where people are so numb and dead just to life yeah. circumstances and and pornography. And Billie Eilish, she was just saying her mind is destroyed from that the sadomasochism, uh, pornography, if you saw the interview. People are so demented and so jacked up that I'm like, God, you need to just like film like, after they repent. Remember, it's all about repentance and salvation. Yeah. After they repent and they give their life to God, just fill them with your Holy Spirit. Just like at least let them encounter you yeah, as a down payment, to. as the scripture says, like, okay, you're real. Okay, so they at least they just know, 
okay, God's real. This thing's real. I might be jacked up. I got to get a Bible. He's real. Now I'm going to go after him. You know, and we know yeah. that when it comes to any kind of physical healing, signs and wonders always point back to the fact that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and that the word of God is real. So we don't want to lead someone. We don't, we don't want to pray for someone to get physically healed and then they go away and they're healed mm-hmm. sinner going to hell. It's about yeah. healing should lead to salvation and salvation should lead to repentance. Right. Yeah. So that's the whole mission of, of the great commission. Yeah. And, but that's, that's just what the, you know, that's the most important thing is that we are pointing people to Jesus and we're praying that the gifts will manifest to lead people to the Lord. And that's, that's what it's all about. And the most important thing yeah, is that yeah. repentance, you know, that is the, yeah. um, the most uh, important thing. We have two, we have three minutes left. I think this interview was epic because this was just a cool conversation that I think people are going to get a lot of cool nuggets from, yeah. just from what you guys have been saying. Um, Hebrews 416 is, uh, we could come boldly through the, uh, we could come boldly through the throne of grace. That's that verse that you were talking about. I Googled it. And then to, to ask for grace um, to help in our time of need, right? Yes. It mm-hmm. says, says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. <clears throat> that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's to help us minister God's spirit being real when people think he's fake. That's how I take it. And yeah. through healing, through salvation, through whatever. Yeah. And, uh, Speaking of healing, and so I just want to give a special shout out to Dominic and his family because my buddy Dominic had a stroke. He was in a wheelchair. He went out to the whole, all the whosoever stuff, and we prayed for him, you know, multiple times. The same thing. I think God is doing a healing, um, you know, in his heart and his soul. And, you know, an- another cool story, just real quick, when we were at that church, he hadn't moved his foot yet since the since the um, stroke. The whole time we were being interviewed and talking, his foot was doing this, and he didn't even realize it, and he was doing this. And then his wife saw, and his wife was like. And she told us afterwards, she's like, dude, something's going on. So they're believing. And again, it's not an instant healing, but yep. it's, a, it's a healing of their family, their yep. faith, all yeah. these things. And so we, we love you, Dominic, and we're still believing that you're going to walk someday. I think We love you, think, Dominic. I think he told you or told me or something there at that church. He says, um, if I would have got healed, I wouldn't be here searching after God. Yeah. Like yep, he needs yep. it's uh, and again it's what we were saying it's in all here. about a relationship <laughs> it's the heart relationship with God yeah. and it's not about yeah. the physical it's about our heart because we're eternal beings and it's it's all about eternity so yeah we'll do Ryan, it. I love you guys man um this, hey this is perfect timing because remember when I left and I texted you guys and I said dude a storm came and blew some stuff off my roof and yep. They just showed up to fix my roof, so. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I love you guys. Hey, for all of you guys that love are listening guys. and watching, all you have to do is flip a U-turn. That's what repent means. Change the direction in which you were going and go to God. Ask him. Go boldly through the throne of grace so you can be <laughs> forgiven, washed with the blood that was shed on the cross, and your life will be, be transformed. Get a Bible. Read it. Go to a church that teaches the Bible and be transformed and live your life. You are a masterpiece and live the life that God created you for. Thank you all. I love you guys. Head, Sonny, Sonny, Head, Tom Gillis, wherever you're at, we love you. Peace. Yes.
This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.